0: Here in Orlando, Florida, O-Town Compost is leading the composting revolution, recycling organic waste into a nutrient-rich resource. Join Charlie Pioli, founder of O-Town Compost, as we hear from the nation's leading voices behind the grassroots community composting movement. Welcome to the Community Composting Podcast.
1: If you enjoy the Community Composting podcast and want to support future episodes, please follow the link in the episode show notes to give a small monthly reoccurring donation, even if it's $5 to $10 a month. We'll continue to come out with killer content to keep the grassroots movement rolling. All right, I'm here with Hannah Rinaldi of Naples Compost. And this is episode number seven. I uh, thank you again, Hannah, for coming on the show. It looks uh, like you, you know, started Naples Compost on Earth Day in 2017 as a way to bring community compost service to residents of Southwest Florida, and boy, do they need it. She's active in the community there and currently serves on the Conservation Collier and Land Acquisition Advisory Council. Uh, one of the on the board of county commissioners in um, is that Lee County, Florida? Is that right?
0: Collier County.
1: Collier County. Okay. Yeah. So you're plugged into um, you know the county commissioner board. I I think that's really awesome. You get to see like the the broader brushstrokes of the county. Um, is it Collier County? what it Has there been any discussion on composting or community composting or anything along that line?
0: No, that's actually how I got started because I reached out to the county. Um, Waste management does our trash, and I know that they can do composting because I've seen it in other places. So I reached out to waste management, and I reached out to the county landfill, and they basically said, no, they're not going to do it for at least 10 more years. Um,
1: and so what do they, can I stop you right there? <laughs> what do they mean, at least for 10 more years? Is that like when their contract expires or something? I
0: believe so. I feel like I learned a lot about um, not just waste management, but trash management in general. Um And we do have a contract with waste management, and it won't hmm. be up for a while. And then everybody has to vote on it. So that's kind of what talking,
1: you're talking uh, waste management. Does the residential curbside garbage collection? Okay, that's right. So when you, I
0: found out that basically it has to be voted on, I was like, "Well, maybe I should get into the government a little more, figure out how all of
1: this works." Yeah, that's great. And um, and then when you realize that you know it'd be another decade before anything happened. Um, what was your mindset when you decided to, you know, start a, is it a for-profit business or? Yeah. Yeah. What, what were you thinking to become an entrepreneur?
0: Um, I think I was just um, hardheaded in the sense that (laughs) the County told me they weren't going to do it. They suggested that I do it. My husband suggested I do it. And it was kind of like, well, I'm just going to prove to you that the taxpayers will want this. Um, and I think it's just, I wanted to prove a point.
1: Yeah. And, um, it's, that was about, uh, three, a little over three years ago. Um, how is Naples compost doing? Is the community been receptive over that time?
0: I would say it's been pretty receptive. Um, we have grown, we've grown pretty slowly. And part of that is because we had a whole lot going on. Personally, my mom got sick. She moved in with us. Um, I just didn't have time to grow the business. And so I still have not done any advertising. It's just people that find us on the Internet. We I mean, were the only compost company in Southwest Florida. So if somebody wants to compost, they reach out to us. Right. We've so been pretty receptive.
1: That's awesome. I can't imagine if you were actually, you know, advertising and doing Google ads and all kinds of stuff. So, um you know if you mind sharing uh how, how, roughly how many residential clients do you have
0: we have 40 residential clients we have two um like small cafes and then our first large commercial client
1: that that's exciting yeah. i know we were just talking before this this uh zoom call that you just signed on a new commercial client um what like generator sector, are they? What type of commercial client?
0: Um, they they do. Um, see, they don't want me to talk too much about it. They make um, biomedical devices, okay. and they serve their they serve everybody lunch. They have fifteen hundred employees that they serve lunch every single day.
1: Wow. And yeah, so it's a a cafeteria is where the food waste is um, being generated. Exactly. Great. And are you ready to take on such a, a, you know, a high volume of food scraps?
0: I'd say yes and no. I mean, we're (laughs) doing it. (laughs) We have to start somewhere. And that was kind of Mm -hmm. fun along the way. They were really receptive to us um, growing, you know, at one point they were like, well, who's going to be picking up our food waste? And I was like, um, me and my husband and my three kids. It's just a family company and, and we'll be picking it up for a while until we can afford to pay somebody else to do it.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. And what, uh, what kind of roles do your husband and three kids do in the company?
0: I feel like they do just about everything, especially the kids. Um, my husband is an attorney. So he definitely helps in that sense. Like all the business things that I don't really understand, he helps with that.
1: Attorney turn Uh, by day, (laughs) composter by night.
0: (laughs) Or by very early morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's really amazing. And I think that that's good advice for other composters is if you're nervous about taking on a big client, I mean, of course, make sure um, you have... You know the vehicle to pick up larger volume but you sh- you should just go for it and um kind of just trust have faith that you'll eventually be able to handle it and you'll just make small improvements to the point where it's a piece of cake and you can hire someone to do it for you so yeah i mean that's amazing um I, I know that you're not, uh, currently you're mostly doing the collection and you're taking your food scraps to a process, a compost processing facility there in the county called, uh, Green Care Recycling Facility. Right. Um, tell us a little bit about that facility, what they do with the food scraps, um, what they think of your business and then. Also uh, how that partnership was formed and how it works.
0: Oh yeah, sure. So when we first started, we were just composting in my backyard and my sister's backyard and it was fine. It was working out well, um, just composting the old fashioned way. And about a year into our business, this guy reached out to me and said that he had come back from a composting council convention and he wanted to enhance his finished product of compost because he's a landscape composter so he takes a lot of landscape debris around southwest florida which we have a lot of that because almost nobody does their own yard here everybody has a landscaper Mm. um and then he sells it back to farmers and he had heard that adding food into his process could enhance it so he was looking for me and just reached out. Uh, as far as the process goes, I'm actually pretty hands off on that. I may I deliver it. We we basically put it into a big pile, and um, and then we just take soil when we leave. <laughs> okay. I don't really. I don't. I see it. I take pictures of it. Um, but it's, oh,
1: he does um, give back a little bit of the compost.
0: Yes. Yes. Um. So you are able to take the finished product to give to our customers and we can sell it and you know with our large customer that we just got we're able to give that back to them too so when we priced out we were able to say you're saving money on um, trash pickup but you're also saving money because we're going to be able to give you finished compost and you can mulch
1: around your trees awesome And, um, so does he feel like it's really enhanced the final product with more of that nitrogen in the feedstock?
0: Yeah. So he's, he's OMRI certified, so he can sell for organic or for organic farmers. Um, and so when he sends it to be tested, now it's just coming back and it's so much more beautiful. Like he's just able to have a much higher end product.
1: Great. That's a win-win. Uh, does he want, Does he want to see your collection business grow so that, you know, he gets more of that good uh, feedstock?
0: Oh, absolutely. I feel like he's pushed me more than anybody else
1: um,
0: (laughs) just because he wants it. He wants it coming in It's a great partnership because he's able to, I'm I'm very hands-off. Now I can just worry about my clients and then he's able to get some beautiful soil and I get the soil too. We all win
1: that's amazing um do you guys have like some kind of accounting deal with like how much soil or compost you get in return how does that um you know in the more detailed aspect look
0: for our for our residential clients Hmm. we give them a five gallon bucket four times a year Um, so i mean
1: that's generous um you know, most community composters, O-Town compost included, it's about a three and a half gallon bucket uh, twice or three times a year.
0: Okay. With our commercial clients, we try to give them back 10%. So we just keep up with how many pounds they give us. And Mm -hmm. when they want it, we give them how many pounds they want up to that 10%.
1: That's great. And you know, uh, does this commercial client, they you think they'll have like, they'll be needing a lot of fertilizer for their trees quite frequently?
0: I, I feel like it's such a learning process. I don't know. Mm. The facilities manager seems very excited mm. and says that he will contact me when he's ready for more. Um, but we just started with them. So I don't know when it yeah. would be. That's the beauty of working with this commercial Is there's finished soil already there. so Yeah. I can give them some if they would like it. Um, I don't have to wait for it to turn into finished compost.
1: I think your arrangement is something a lot of community composters dream of is having someone to do the processing for you. Uh, Someone you can work with and even receive free compost in return. But I mean, if you're able to just focus on community composting is really two businesses the collection side and the processing side if you're able to focus on one of them um you know that just makes things a whole lot simpler and especially when you have a cheerleader uh on the on the composting site you know really pushing you to go out and get more clients and and stuff like that i mean so um you know, what is the the network of, are there a lot of like sustainability organizations in Collier County? And how do you kind of get plugged in to that network that could ultimately lead to more uh, commercial clients?
0: Right. Gosh, it's, it's such an interesting question because so we have Collier County, which is Naples, um, Marco Island, I'm trying to um. Those kind of areas which is a little bit more high end so you have a whole lot of those snowbirds um you know just some really wealthy people then you have lee county which is where fgcu is fort myers um you know Sanibel's up there but that's a totally different scene and i feel like i've just now been able to tap into lee county even though my we've serviced lee county but I'm just now realizing that that's the scene where I'm able to find more sustainable people mm-hmm. and then kind of network with the micro farmers, um, get into the people who really care about making a difference versus the people in Naples who do also care about making a difference, but they also would rather just pay somebody to take their compost.
1: All right.
0: hope that's making sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I know FGCU, Florida Gulf Coast University, Uh, they have a food forest there who I believe is also uh, looking to start a small community composting initiative. I'm not sure uh, what scale or anything, but yeah, there's a lot going on there. And like I said, my girlfriend is from that area. She doesn't speak too highly of like the, the elderly like the baby boomer generation there as far as what they're concerned about I don't think there's a lot of concern about the environment uh, so it sounds like you're fighting uphill but I mean do you plan on advertising and like when do you plan on making the big push and switching gears Gosh,
0: I don't know. Somebody asked me the other day what my business plan was. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I feel like it changes every single day. Um, I just try to do what feels right. Um, I am kind of lucky because before doing this, I did some blog. Well, I still have a blog um, and I focus a lot on food. And so I do know a lot of the people who own restaurants here in Naples. Um, and so I have that, I have those contacts And I feel like it would be pretty easy to get them on board, except most of the restaurants don't pay for their trash pickup. It's in their it's in their uh, rent. So when they are taking care of their trash pickup or if they're decreasing their trash, if they're garbage, it's not actually helping them at all. Yeah, We're just making them pay for something else.
1: Wow, that's wild. So you have to go to the property managers. Mm -hmm. Um, in that case, and convince them that they can save money on their garbage collection costs if they start composting. Um, Yeah, that's really unique. I mean, do you know where to start targeting the (laughs) property managers? Oh,
0: I feel like it's easy to get the restaurant owners on board. They want to do it. So Mm. many people here have compostable products, too. There's a lot of, I mean, I guess I would just say a lot of greenwashing. And so everybody's pretty on board with it. They just don't want to pay extra for it.
1: Please rate and review on whichever podcast platform you're listening to. If you feel like this is good content and you're learning a lot about composting. Yeah, I guess where I would start, you know, just thinking about the chain. Uh, but if, he, if these restaurants are, you know, you convince them that this is what they need to do, and it's win, 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 uh, maybe they could be the ones to reach out to their, you know, their property manager, landlord, and, uh, you know, it would just be an amenity for the building uh, is the way I would look at it if I, it was my restaurant. But yeah, that, that's just an idea. So you mentioned your blog, which is called Eat, Drink, and Save Money. That sounds a bit reminiscent of uh, the FIRE movement, Financial Independence Retire Early. Have you ever, you know, were you part of that movement? What What is your blog topic cover?
0: It, it basically started because my husband went to law school. Um, and took out a ton of loans. Um, And we realized pretty quickly that it wasn't monopoly money that we had to pay it back. And if we didn't, we would be in debt to like half a million dollars if we didn't pay off that um, interest before it accrued. And so it started off with me just showing how you can pay off debt, you can save money, you can still live a great lifestyle. And I was already pretty ego friendly. And I do feel like sustainability goes hand in hand with saving money.
1: Yeah. I, I agree. So what are some of the tips you have given on your blog? I'm definitely going to add a link to it in the show notes. Um, well, I was, I was
0: um, on board with food waste Friday. I think when it first started out, like the hashtag food waste Friday. And I did that every Friday for years and then did a lot of food waste tips, um, composting tips. And so then when I was able to start Naples compost, I was able to use some of those tips on our Naples Compost website as well.
1: Oh wow, that's great! And um, what are um, you know what are some other ways that I guess you think like a lot of people don't think how uh, how being eco friendly is synonymous with saving money or you know I, I look at. Um, personal finance as the offense, which is uh, making money, and the defense, which is saving money. Um, do you think, you know, clearly you have started your own business and now you have revenue coming in and you're creating this, this business, which is more on the offensive side of, of money. But um, yeah, I would love to know other tips on saving money in the defense of finance
0: right well one that i think usually shocks people is you, know, you get what you pay for so saving money doesn't necessarily mean cheap sometimes you have to pay a little bit more to get something that lasts longer yeah yeah and people don't seem to get that through their heads sometimes they're just going to keep buying the same old crap from dollar tree over and over again and it just keeps breaking you're like if you just bought something nice from the get-go you would have it forever
1: yeah, so true. Oh, man, you're just reminding me of like, how my girlfriend scolds me when I take the cheap route. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: you get what you pay for. Yeah.
1: It's very true. Um, so uh, you come from an educational background. Um, in a state like Florida, where composting is just emerging. Where do you feel like Environmental education is falling short today in Florida.
0: Oh gosh, that's a really hard one. So I have I have three young kids and they're doing e-learning right now. So I do get to see a lot of what they learn in the public school system. And I feel like they do a really good job with kids. Um, they teach them the things that they're supposed to do. They have been taught about compost and soil health. Um, But then somewhere along the way, we just forget about it. And I guess it's more of the, how do you educate the young adults to do the right thing? How do you educate the people that are moving to our state to do the right thing? I mean, I don't know exactly. I guess we're probably falling short on all sorts of things from recycling to composting. But I guess just more awareness. We just need more awareness to take care of our environment.
1: Yeah, I actually had a roommate who grew up in Naples and he said it's a pretty um, standard thing for grade schoolers. Every year they take a field trip to the beautiful beach on the Gulf Coast and they pick up plastic and litter. And it's like a beach cleanup day for, for kids, which I mean, that sounds so amazing, just instilling in them like the importance of not littering um, and stuff like that.
0: You do a great job here. Um, but I don't know, I don't know what happens when we grow up. Somehow we forget all that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, do you, I, I, it doesn't sound like you um, service any schools in the area, do you? No, we don't. Okay. We just started our first um, elementary school Client, and you're, you're totally right at that age, that young age, uh, kids are more than happy. They're gung ho about, you know, diverting their food scraps, putting it in the compost bins. But I just wonder from my experience as a middle high schooler, you know, you, your priorities change a little bit, you're less concerned about, like, uh, following protocol and more uh concern with you know like other things do you think it maybe gets lost in that like uh adolescent you know uh young teenager period of time or
0: yeah definitely um i have a 16 year old little brother and (laughs) not too long ago he said something like i know you think composting is really cool, but it's not the cool thing. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Are you trying to hurt my feelings? I don't know yeah. where it's coming from. So, yeah, I don't know. They just, they're too busy. I don't know. Is it a trend in Orlando for boys to perm their hair? They're too busy perming their hair and, <laughs> and fancy. For Whoa, perm-
1: that's a South Florida trend. <laughs> okay. Here in Central Florida, it's fancy to have like, A really loud muffler on your car. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I I think that's probably an age where, you know, my ideal scenario would be to start composting at all the elementary schools in Orange County, here in Orange County. And then uh, as those kids grow up and move on to middle school, you start the program with them kind of like going with the, the, the grades, and then three years later, you started in the high schools, so you just, you know, you, for those kids who are now, you know, fifth grade to kindergarten, you're just carrying forward this education, and sure, when they're in middle school and high school, it's not their priority, to throw their food scraps in the compost bin, but at least it's, it's ingrained. Uh, Maybe later after they've graduated college or, you know, they're an adult, they might look back and be like, you know, kind of have nostalgia about that time and, you know, get back into it. Um, So it's not really, I guess that's my hope. I'm not sure if that's what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Was it easy to get into the schools? Or was it a lot of hoopla
1: with the So getting into the schools took um, you know, my background is in solid waste consulting. So I did have one contact who was uh Orange County Public Schools conservation manager. She she's pretty up there in a senior position, so it was, you know, it was very easy to convince her. And it was just a matter of getting it all together and making sure the education was in place. Cause you, you know, like schools, everything is wrapped in plastic, which is my worst nightmare. But you, uh, we showed them like a training video uh, to all the students. We, had a couple teachers at the elementary school agree to stand by the bins for the first couple weeks to make sure the kids are learning and doing it properly. So yeah, just hammering it into them. That is so cool. Yeah. Are um, are there many schools in your area or is it a small district?
0: It's a pretty big district, so yeah. There are quite a few, and then there's quite a few private schools. Um, so that would be interesting. I should definitely look into that.
1: Yeah, I definitely do. So, yeah, just to switch gears, to just talking about uh, the state of Florida, um, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of that new state bill that was introduced about uh, mandating organics recycling for any generators, uh, who are producing like more than a ton each week. I think it's called state bill 1764. Um, yeah, I mean, that is huge for Florida. I mean, I think you're going to be scrambling. I'm going to be scrambling. Like everyone's going to be scrambling to, uh, meet this, this capacity if that does get passed although i'm not sure it'll get enforced um because this was the situation in massachusetts when i was living there they passed a similar bill in 2014 it was still it was three years later after it had been passed and you know the catering companies i was working for um a lot of grocery stores they weren't really adhering to the 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 rule, uh, because, you know, there wasn't like proper education there. No one really had the infrastructure to take all that food waste and compost it or bring it to AD facility. So I think Florida would be in the same situation is, you know, (laughs) that would be tough. So just how do you bring something as foreign as food waste recycling to, a a state like Florida, which is just emerging in this field right now?
0: I, because we have so many people that move down here, and I know it's not just a Naples thing, it's all of Florida, everybody's moving down. I really rely on the people that have moved down and they find us because they were already composting somewhere else. So I think we really, we have to empower those people because they're part of our community and they have to kind of look around at their neighbors and say, hey, this is happening everywhere else. You realize like this is not a newfangled thing. We all need to get on board with it.
1: Yeah, this is a very transient, uh, a lot of transients move here. And uh, a lot of them are from up in, you know, Wisconsin or Minnesota, the Northeast, all these places where composting is 10 years ahead and they've been doing it for a while. So, yeah, I think leaning on them is important, but we also, Florida is definitely a melting pot of cultures and ethnicities, especially South Florida. I mean, I'm not sure, Naples is the most, I'm not really sure about the demographics, but I know Cape Coral and Fort Myers is very diverse, so yeah, I mean, I wish, I <laughs> Do you have any answers that, you know, you think you could meet those people halfway or something?
0: No, I do not have the answers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's really hard because we have to, we have to do something. We're, we're a peninsula. We're, we we need to take care of this land. And it's kind of ridiculous that Mm. we are so far behind.
1: Yeah. Uh, are there any, um, positives? I mean, besides your business, which is a huge positive for that region, what are the things you're optimistic about in Florida right now?
0: Well, so we talked about me serving on conservation, call your, um, land acquisition, I say conservation, call your land acquisition, uh, mm-hmm. council. We passed something in November, um, Another tax. And I want to say it passed by like 92%, um, which is just, I mean, it's crazy. You know, it's, you can never get 92% of people to come together for the environment. You know, and that was
1: talking. for a tax? On, yeah. Wow. That is amazing.
0: Yeah. And it's to preserve, to buy land in Collier County to preserve it. Um, and then also to enjoy it. So, you know, mm. a lot of the land that's bought is made into, Nice parks for people to walk through, um, and I find that really comforting because, you know, typically, you people think that um, the eco-friendly people are going to be more liberal. Here in Naples, it's very conservative, and so I remember being quite shocked that ninety-two percent of mostly conservative people are voting to conserve the land. Um, and I just think that's beautiful. I think it's great. So that makes me very hopeful that people whether they are conservative or liberal, they're coming together and they're realizing that taking care of our land is important.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the environment is a bipartisan issue for Mm -hmm. sure. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised to find in kind of the the more suburban um, conservative districts of Orlando, we do have a number of subscribers and I mean, my background is from, like, Portland and Boston, two of the most liberal bubbles. So it is shocking to see, like, the O-Town compost bucket side by side with, like, a Trump sign.
0: Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but that's so cool. And, you know, that that's amazing that so many Americans voted for attacks. I mean... And the the nature is beautiful down there. It's like such a, such like unique to the. It's basically like the other side of the Everglades, right?
0: Yeah, it's it's old yeah. Florida for sure.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's incredible.
0: And bobcats and bears. It's kind of crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just think I have a couple more questions for you, Hannah and. I guess I've uh, we've already kind of touched on your long-term vision for uh, Naples compost, but was there anything else that maybe you're looking at long-term? Uh, because you know, both you and I, as good as we're doing, we're still not. You know, we're made, it's just the tip of the iceberg what we're able to recycle and divert. So, are you looking to maybe? Um, What are your your plans for the future?
0: Like I said, my my plans pretty much change day by day. But um, I did just recently become a distributor with Eco Products. And that is really exciting because now I feel like I can go to restaurants and I can say, hey, listen, I can sell you cheaper compostable products because I get a better deal as an Eco Products distributor because I'm a community composter. And then that money that you're saving, we can use that to help you compost. I never thought I would be in a distributor or sales. Mm. It's not really what I want to do for the rest of my life. But I feel like it helps meet that common goal, which is to keep things out of the landfill.
1: And your processor is okay with handling some of that, the, the PLAs and stuff like that?
0: Yes. Um, I was really particular about eco products instead of um, another brand Hmm. Um, because they've been in business for 30 years and they can still like everything's very easy to compost with an industrial composter. Um, I have thrown some things Hmm. in my backyard compost. It's not going to break down. You know that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the the commercial industrial scale composter, you know, he breaks down logs uh, and trees. So it's really nothing it's not nothing really too different for him
1: is he using a asp compost method or
0: you know honestly i took when i said i was hands off on that i really am hands off on that okay. i've um i just made sure that he had all the he had all the certifications um mm. the fact that he was omri certified was really important to me um so i would assume he is
1: okay yeah um that that's really cool that you're distributing i've definitely dabbled with that as well uh with world centric there and other um you know compostable products but yeah i mean since i am the processor as well as the collector i'm not you know i haven't found the best way to break down the pla and the bioplastics and therefore i've just stopped taking them So, but yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to say to our listeners who are mostly community composters around the country and just passionate individuals who may uh, be composting at home?
0: Yeah, I mean, just, just keep doing it. Um, And you can, you can start anywhere. We just start in our backyard. I think like a lot of community composters and don't be afraid to say yes and, Um, see where it takes you. I mean, really, I never would have thought that I would have an industrial composter that would work with me or be able to sell compostable products. Um, But every single day, I just kind of wake up and think I'm going to do my best and we'll see where it takes me. Um, I think we're all just doing our best. Yeah.
1: All right, Hannah. Thank you so much. And I wish Naples Compost the best of success.
0: Thank you so much, Charlie. I really appreciate you having
1: me on. No problem. Take care.
0: You too.
1: O-Town Compost is Orlando's community composter that offers full service food waste pickups for residents and commercial businesses. Also, we do zero waste events and sell soil amendment products and compostable serviceware on our website. We're super stoked to have a special for all our great listeners. To get your first month free, of our convenient odor and pest free residential service just use the promo code west orange one word west orange and enter it when you subscribe thank you for listening